0: the world with our children and try to raise eco-conscious voices. Join me for authentic conversation. Bradbury podcast this week we are going to discuss packing for extended stays over numerous seasons and uh, it should be it should be fairly brief I'm going to try to keep it simple but with kids packing's never simple so <laughs> you can expect um to to doomsday prep for different scenarios the best the best we know how but let's get started with that so this week um I'm going to delve into something that I found to be one of the more challenging portions of traveling for an extended period of time through numerous countries with numerous children, numerous bags, and numerous seasons. As you all know, um, taking an infant anywhere, especially if you're just going on a road trip or overnight to a hotel, you feel like you need all of these comfort measures that normally help your child sleep or help your child um, stay asleep or help you feel comfortable caring for your children outside of your home. You don't get that luxury abroad, um, which I think deters a lot of people from attempting it, and it shouldn't because children and babies are significantly more portable than we like to believe that they are. We're the ones that are habitual creatures that desperately need uh, those comfort items, more so than kids. So to give you an idea, Each of our older children, our two older boys, carried a, um, about a 20 liter pack, like hiking pack that they wore on their backs. And in that pack, they had a pair of sandals or tennis shoes, whatever, whichever they prefer. I have one child that prefers to be barefoot entirely and one that wears tennis shoes every single day. So they each had those one had sandals and one had tennis shoes, and then a pair of hiking boots. Now, I prefer to get the packs that have the a lower compartment where you can access a jacket and hiking boots on the exterior. And that's um, how we opted to pack it. So we put hiking boots and jackets, scarves, etc., on the very, very bottom, which we had access to from the outside of the bag as well. Now, with that being said, we started our trip in Northern Europe in 2018, and it was frigid, and we were significantly colder than we had anticipated being, and significantly colder than just the year prior, so it was, um, it was, that was a, that was a huge challenge, okay, so that was uh, mid-March in Denmark, and the Netherlands, it was very cold, It was uncomfortably cold, but I will say that with layers, with long sleeves and a fleece jacket, gloves, stocking cap, we were able to stay warm enough to not be highly uncomfortable. I would not recommend bringing any more than that because then you have to make space getting on and off the plane. And during your travels, if you think you might need even heavier snow equipment, that can be acquired whether it be online, from other families. um, There are thrift stores or secondhand stores in some parts of the world. And then, of course, purchasing off the rack or purchasing last season styles. But that's not something you want to have to check to get on and off an airline. So I would not recommend bringing anything heavier than um, a thick fleece. Um, It's like a really nice double-lined Columbia fleece or something along those lines and scarf jacket stocking cap nothing fancy Um, super cheap things that you don't mind washing in a sink or in a bathtub if necessary Uh, nothing that you're going to cry over if it gets lost because it's definitely going to look well loved well abused by the time you're finished with it so that's my cold weather um, recommendation as well as tall thick wool socks you need one pair of those at least for hiking um, in very long walking days and rough terrain, so you might as well wear them over a secondary layer of socks to help keep feet warm. So, as far as clothing goes and how much clothing can you expect to bring, what I always did was I the kids brought um, four bottoms, so four pairs of, in this case shorts that were actually pants that zipped off into shorts for that matter, so that way we could add the legs portion if we needed to. That works wonderfully, is a great thought out plan actually, and we utilized it a lot. A pair of sweatpants or thick lined sport pants, you know, fleece lined something, as well as a pair of, not necessarily jeans, but, like quick dry khakis if you intend to go anywhere fancier than the grocery store. So, but you're going to need extra shirts. So I always have my kids bring eight shirts, one of those being long sleeve in the hopes that we can just add layers to short sleeve items or wear the long sleeves under another shirt if we need to add layers and that that in theory would work out. Now I do really, really recommend, um, this will be the second time I've Columbia name dropped, and I wish I made some money for that, but I died, but I don't. Um, Columbia makes; they're one of the only places that makes children's sizes in what I call their fishing pants, that are essentially pants that zip off into like Bermuda length long shorts, and those start at an extra extra small, which is like a four five. So for little bitty guys, that's not really an option. But as you know, as you get a little bit older, it it can work. Those also quick dry on the clothesline. You can wash them in the sink. They quick dry when you're out and about. If someone falls, gets wet, um, they are not warm at all. So that's where this uh, this underlayer comes into play. Whether that be in the form of fleece leggings or long john type long underwear or sweatpants. Just make sure you have that layer option because there's nothing to these fishing pants that I'm referring to. Magellan is also an off-brand that makes something similar, but the sizing is not as adjustable as Columbia. Um, You will go through the shirts at some point in your travels. If you do any kind of lengthy travel time, you are going to purchase another shirt or two. Everything children eats lands on their shirts. Um, so <laughs> I highly recommend that you just don't bring anything that you love. You know, if it's like a fifth time hand-me-down and you don't want to see it go, do not bring that on the trip. Um, the idea is that you're bringing essentially your well-worn things so that there's zero guilt when you have to throw them away on the road. Socks, very similar Four to five days worth of socks, one pair of long, nice lined hiking socks, uh, a swimsuit, a sun hat of sorts, sunglasses, and then each of my boys brings a button-up shirt. So if we get invited to a Greek wedding or get invited to whatever, we have something to dress up in a little bit. Now, with that being said, the dress I packed for myself, I did not wear the entire time, but I had it in case. But I would have worn it with sandals because I didn't pack shoes fancy enough for the dress. So nice rule of thumb, four to five pairs of pants that can either be zipped off into shorts or are quick dry and not too hot, depending upon where you're going. And somewhere in the 6-8 to shirt department, one pair of pajamas if your children wear pajamas, a fleece five to six pairs of socks one of which being nice hiking socks and then a secondary pair of shoes to go with your hiking boots cap mittens um, scarf and a swimsuit and your kids are done that's it well underwear i mean underwear is kind of obvious so i would say underwear at least as many as you need pants for now all of that will fit if rolled tightly and shoved into a hiking pack but I will say that a lot of what you pack and how long it lasts you depends on how often you wash clothing and what to what length you're willing to allow something to be truly dirty so my children would wear their bottoms not their underwear but their pants for two days and their shirts for one to two days depending upon how badly it looked or what we had just done or what kind of activities we were doing. You know, if we were going out hiking on that second or third day, we would wear the same clothes. There was absolutely no reason to put on clean clothes to go get filthy. But laundry is, is somewhat of a challenge depending upon what kind of level of luxury you're living in. In Airbnbs, you can request things that have a washer Dryers are, are very um, uncommon in most parts of Europe. I only had a dryer one time, and I didn't even end up using it because it's sunny outside, and I've been doing it on the clothesline long enough at that point that it seemed inefficient to translate the dryer settings. With that being said, um, they not all Airbnbs are made equally, and that's that's a setting you need to go in to your filters when you're searching for things to say that, you know, like Wi-Fi and washing machine are a very important part of the stay to you, for you, and it will eliminate everything that does not include both of those items. I always carried a small, um, like two essentially Tide Pod versions of detergent with me. If in case I had to wash something quickly in the sink or a bathtub or even um, in a public sink, for that matter. I had to do that once when a child got sick. So it's not uh, impossible, and, they, and it can air dry quickly. Um, put your child's swimsuit on and move on with your life for a little while while the other thing air dries. For myself, packing was a little bit more of a challenge because as much as I'm not a material-heavy individual, especially so for the particular gender role that I play. Um, I I like shoe options. (laughs) I like to, um, to feel like I have options and like I'm not wearing the same mundane everything every day, mundane thing every day. And that's a challenge that is that is a very real challenge for I would say most women, but And even if you think you're comfortable with that, with that concept, it does get old very quickly. So um, I followed the same bottoms to tops ratio as the children, somewhere in the four to six bottoms, six to eight tops. I packed a couple of varieties of scarves so I could dress up some of my other pieces. I packed mostly solid colored tops. So that way I could accessorize because the accessories do not require as much weight in my luggage and then I packed a variety of shoes that were lightweight. So I had my hiking boots. I had my sandals. Those were my two like every day, all the times. I had a pair of tennis shoes for long walking tourist days. And then I had a pair of very thin, lightweight cork, um, probably made by Croc. Yes, they are Crocs. Like uh, and, and yes, Crocs, like what you're thinking um, but they make a heel. That's that's a wedge with it's just a little strappy, but they're very very lightweight and they're very flexible and they can go to, into any pocket and it's essentially a non-issue. As far as accessories go, I only brought I brought two or three scarves so that I could mix up at least my top portion. You know, dress it up a little. Um, these are big scarves that I could open up and I wrapped around my head numerous times to keep the wind off. Um, in theory, I probably could have used it to carry a child if I needed to. And I absolutely wrapped it around children a couple of times to like had everyone hold on to the scarf <laughs> to try to keep us all together in very busy areas. Um, and it that worked really well. I highly recommend the scarf because it's also you're going to end up throwing it over your face when you're on dusty roads, or when someone next to you hacking on an airplane or when a child needs a pillow or they come in very, very handy. So, scarves are incredibly important. And they're very popular in Europe. So, you can find them anywhere. If you are intending on making some of your clothing items double as souvenirs, then purchase scarves or purchase earrings or something that dresses up the wardrobe you've been staring at for the last eight months. Now, um, capsule wardrobing is not something I do well stateside though I did improve drastically after not having those clothing options for eight months to a year because they were all packed away in storage and and I was abroad. But it is, um, you know, it's a good habit. It's a very, very good habit that I'm constantly trying to learn more about what staple pieces you need in your wardrobe to get by and feel feminine enough, feel sexy, feel confident without having to have hordes and hordes of clothing taking over your life. Before we went to Europe, the house had been packed up into storage. And, and then after, we didn't have a place to live because Hurricane Florence was demolishing the East Coast. So I did not see my closet for the better part of 13 months. It's just really unreal, right? Like that's, that's a very long time. Um, to not add anything new to your wardrobe, and to consistently be using the same pieces regularly. So I did bring two skirts with me that I could tie up or wear as maxis that also doubled as maxi dresses, so I could pull them up past my chest if I needed to. I could roll them down to high waist and tuck in a shirt if I wanted to be a little bit fancier, I could roll them all the way down to hip waist and wear them as long maxi maxi skirts. I could tie up the sides. I could do all sorts of things with them, use them as bathing suit cover-ups. So I added those two things to my list as well as two pairs of leggings to act as either pajama bottoms, as a second layer to wear under my dresses if I was in a more conservative country, and so on and so forth. As well as a fleece, stocking cap, gloves, and then I pack scarves, of course. So the the key is to understand what the what the potential weather weather patterns could be in the areas you're going to at the time you're going to be there, and if you don't have any idea. Um, There are local vendors and you will discover that, you know, as you're, we lost a pair of gloves in Amsterdam, for example, and people sold gloves everywhere, but they didn't sell children's gloves everywhere. So I had to find a a little vendor that happened to carry children's gloves. They only had gray sequined ones. So my four-year-old boy ended up wearing sequined gloves for the next month. It worked out fine. It's not a great situation, but it's not the end of the world either. So do your very best to remember to pack light um, and to pack efficiently. If you if you do not want to be burdened by things or the weight of your luggage, especially if you're solo traveling with children, you are essentially, as the adult, responsible for all the luggage. And though my boys did an excellent job <clears throat> keeping their packs with them and making sure that it was on or that they at least dragged it off the train, You ultimately are the one helping them repack. You're the one doing the washing and there's just not the need for extra options because even in our own, like even in our daily life, when we are at our home base, which is currently San Diego, I wash the same three outfits all the time. You know, like my kids very consistently pull laundry, clean laundry from their top drawer, put it on, wear it. I wash it. They put it back on top of the pile in their in their drawer and then proceed to pull it out again the next day. So they ultimately rotate the same couple of shirts and a couple of pairs of pants over and over and over again. And the same will happen to you abroad. There were things like the dress I brought that I didn't wear the entire time um, because the weather didn't permit it the one opportunity I had. So I dressed up one of the maxi skirts that I had purchased and wore leggings underneath it so I wouldn't freeze and you do what you have to do and people that meet you along the way and um, get get a small glimpse into your story will fully appreciate the fact that you are living out of a very small suitcase or a hiking pack or um, bouncing around every 48 hours or whatever that looks like for you and that is the least of their concerns right I mean if they want you to be fancier they'll they'll bring the accessories to doll you up so you need not worry about that that's not um it'll bother you much more than it bothers everybody else that you're wearing the same thing every day and no one else will notice at all secondly um some extra items that I highly suggest bringing one a portable clothesline Uh, mine curls up and it's just a little expansion Uh, it's almost like a bungee that you would strap furniture into a truck with with little clips on it that was a life life changer you need at least one I packed two I only used two a couple of times but it's very necessary there's essentially nowhere to um, there's enough space to do laundry efficiently in most of Europe so you have to use the outside space or you have to drape it across like the entire living space, which then sabotages that space for any other purpose. I also brought a Tide pen to try to treat major stains to help our clothes last because it takes up essentially no space at all. And I packed three collapsible Tupperware bowls, which were game changer. They were excellent for lunch, for not buying things like Ziploc bags, which they don't sell anyway. Um, that contained a handful of Tide Pod type detergent uh, things while I traveled in case they blew up in my suitcase. It, you know, the, it seems so simple and so silly, but that there was such a brilliant idea. I'm just gonna give myself a backpack for that one. We don't use those, um, bowls collapsibles almost at all, um, stateside at home, but I use them constantly abroad. So very efficient little tool. One of the other things that we used regularly, you would think it would be a first aid kit, but of course it's not. (laughs) I did carry a one eight ounce cup um, French press. That was plastic because mama needs her coffee. And that helps the entire group of us fire in the morning. (laughs) The only reason I can get up and function, coffee. Um, And... Because coffee can be found everywhere, but I don't want to pay for it everywhere. And the only way to, to get motivated is involves coffee for me. My children also packed some of their school stuff. And then I had a delivery made midway through our stay to deliver more workbooks. And then I found a couple of workbooks in English at different bookstores and things like that along the way. But really, you don't need a lot. And little things can be acquired. And if you're staying at Airbnb, your host can accommodate some of it. Um, when we were in Athens, Greece, I asked our host if there was any way she could find me things to bake with. Because I really just wanted to make a batch of cookies. Like we could just really use some sort of comforting American tradition like chocolate chip cookies or, or whatever. Chocolate chips were not easily found, but you you get the idea. And she did. Um, the cookies tasted terrible because I don't measure things in grams. <laughs> but <laughs> it was the principle. Like I wanted to feel like this particular kitchen space because I was going to be in it for a month felt more like mine, felt like something I could really settle into for a little while and relax and rejuvenate before moving on. We did that in a few other places as well. Um, in regards to asking about or where to find certain things. Uh, in one Airbnb, we had our wonderful host offered us a high chair um, for the then 15-month-old Atlas, and it was a game-changer. It made mealtime feel like mealtime again, and it was so small. You know, it uh, it it was nothing for her. Like, she she made it completely effortless, and... When she went to pick it up, she was like, oh, well, it'll just be there for the next family with the kid because that seemed practical. And I so appreciated that because sometimes it just takes little bitty home comforts to make you feel sane again. It's so small. Um, we also, I bought a seven-year-old inflatable pool at one location for the kids to splash around in in the backyard and just feel slightly more homey. So things can be acquired and you need not overpack. Um, There's, there's a million ways to use the things you have. And although when you're packing that initial time, you're panicking, uh, whether it be physically, mentally, outwardly, internally, somewhere subconsciously, you're panicking a little like, well, what if this happens or what if I end up getting invited to do this and what do you do without a pair of heels or what do you do without your lucky skirts or whatever? You won't even think about it. when when that If that opportunity actually arises, you're not even gonna think about it, but I will tell you that every day that you have to repack that bag, you will think about all the crap you brought that you did not need to bring that you now have to lug around because you can't stand the thought of throwing it away or donating it it's so painful that is so painful that's how I felt about that dress the entire time I was like I like this dress I don't want to throw it away but I'm so sick of looking at this dress and I'm so sick of it taking up space in my suitcase where I could shove you know 10 more diapers and not have to leave this pack of diapers behind or whatever it is so um, you need to really consider what you use in a four to six day span And recognize that you will be able to do laundry, even if it's in the bathtub, that it's totally feasible to do laundry and move on with your life and not overpack and burden yourself down with everything. So if you're planning the summer trip, or I guess spring break is coming up, I I will assumedly have a new baby when my children have quote unquote spring break. Yes, we homeschool, but we still follow a school schedule because of the charter we're registered through. So we do have a proper spring break as well. Um, and this year it should fall approximately the week I deliver or the week after. Um, if you're planning a trip, just know that, you know, if you're on the beach, you're going to be living in a bathing suit. You need cover-ups and a bathing suit. And if you're going somewhere extensive, Plan for rain in the spring, because regardless of whether you're in the northern or southern hemisphere, you're going to be, they're going to be transitioning seasons. And it's really important to remember those things when you're traveling in that, the equinox phase, you know, when you're traveling between seasons, Um, and to look at average temperatures. Now, that won't always help. In our case, we got trapped in a blizzard in Denmark with fleece jackets, and stocking caps and we were freezing um the year prior it had been 70 degrees and sunny and beautiful on Easter weekend in Denmark and then in 2018 we were under a foot and a half of snow so it doesn't always work out perfectly okay but you do not want to spend a fortune on something that you may benefit more from leaving it behind at an Airbnb than continuing to lug it around and repack it So this is me signing off. I hope you all have a beautiful week. We are busy here with relatives visiting, baseball season, Cub Scouts, a wedding next weekend, and baby planning. Two weeks from now, I'm going to do a podcast about birth supplies and what it takes to have a baby at home and what that looks like uh, material-wise, space-wise, logistically, the people involved, the behind-the-scenes portion, because we do intend to live stream the birth. You guys can watch me like April the Giraffe, or I think that was her name, April. Um, because I think it's a very beautiful thing, and so many people grow up into adulthood and in, and beyond, for that matter, become grandparents before they ever see a, an infant being born. And it's so important. It's uh, it can be very life-altering and there's something about viewing the f- the female body in the way that it was intended that somehow brings everybody full circle, right? It helps retrain our, our American brains that, you know, it's not always about sex. Yes, sex gets us into this particular pregnancy state, but things come full circle and the circle of life is a very ever-present, very real thing. Um, That is not overly sexualized and is not um, turned into modern pornography or anything else for that matter. So two weeks from now, I will start talking briefly about that as well and what prepping for baby looks like around here. But until then, if you have any packing questions, please let me know. I am happy to answer them on Facebook, Instagram, the blog, which is www.thewildbradberries.com. And I will try to include some of the pictures, uh, some of the clothing items that were quick dry that we purchased, and maybe a few links for those of you that are planning a trip very soon. Thank you so much for listening.